This chazor is zeichen nishma sabachay chesel shagur from Yehudim zeichen sedorim daf samach gimel. The mishnah said ad gishamim ad shehiu gishamim ad ad shetei revir shnei v'chulam. Rav Zera said machloikas where he says ad hagishamim until the rains. However, he says ad hageshem singular until the rain. Everyone agreed that it means until the time of the rain, even if no rain actually came. Brings as to when the times of the first and the second and the third rains are. The more there is, the time of the first rain would be, it's important to know what it is, because that's when we begin to ask for rain. The time of the third rain is important, because that's when people begin to fast if there's no rain. What's the significance of knowing the time of the second rain? So Reb said, it's significant regarding Nidarim. The Gemara, to, to, if someone makes a, 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 a nether until the rain, you know when it is till the second rains. The Gemara brings another Bryce in which Hashem Gamil says it's possible to have the first, second, and third rains all accounted for within seven consecutive days of rain. Now, presumably the case of the Dharma is where he says until the rain Singular. That's typical the way we say it. If so, according to Rav Zera, everyone agrees that for purposes of the Dharma, we don't need the rain to actually come. So why is the Shimming Amlil insist to be talking about a case when it actually rained? The Mara says, the case there must be where the person said the nether until the rains, Lush and Rabin, in which case the Rabbanan say that the nether continues until it actually rains the second set of rains. Zakt the Mishnah. If a person made a nether saying, I will not taste wine for the year, and then the year became a leap year, he remains also to wine for the entire year, including the extra month, the leap year month. If the nether was made until the beginning of the month of Adar, and the year then became a leap year, he's also until the beginning of the first Adar, Zakt the Mishnah. The Mishnah continues, if the nether was made until the end of Adar, and the year then became a leap year, he's also until the end only of the first Adar. The Mara says, we see from the mission that when a person says Adar without specifying which one he means, he refers to the first Adar. For that, the Gemara base in that, a Bryce said, or Meir says, if someone dates a document in the first Adar, he should write Adarishan. If it's the second Adar, he only has to write plain Adar. Rabbi Yehuda says, in the first Adar, he just writes plain Adar. In the second Adar, he writes Adar Shani. Our mission, therefore, seems to only follow Rabbi Yehuda. Can you see that Stam Adar? Our mission seems to say he refers to Adarishan, like Rabbi Yehuda says. The Mara says, no, Abaya said, the Mishnah can even follow Rabbi Meir. The Bryce is discussing where the person knew that there were two Adars, and therefore the second Adar is the one that's left unspecified. Our Mishnah is discussing where he didn't know that there would be two Adars. Therefore, a reference to Adar is a reference to the first Adar. The difference, this difference can also be seen in a Bryce as well. Zakt, the next Mishnah. Yehuda says, if someone makes a neder not to taste wine until it's Pesach, he would be allowed to drink wine the night of Pesach because he meant to make it usher until that night of the neder, when it's a time that all people drink wine. If someone makes a neder not to taste meat until it is the fast of Yom Kippur, he'd be allowed to eat meat for the meal before the fast because he meant to make it usher until the time that all people eat meat, which, which is, the, which is the, that last meal of the before Yom Kippur begins. Rabbi Yaisi, uh, his son, said, if someone makes a neder not to taste garlic until it's Shabbos, he would be allowed to eat garlic on Friday night because he meant to make it usher until the time that all people eat garlic, which is Friday night, based on Ezra's enactment. The mission continues. If a person tells his friend, I make a nether not to benefit from you if you don't accept the gift of a core of wheat and two barrels of wine for your son. That nether can be annulled even without a chacham because the friend can respond, you want to give me these gifts to honor me. However, my non-acceptance is itself an honor. Similarly, if a person says to his friend, I make a nether that you are also to benefit from me if you don't give a core of wheat and two barrels of wine to my son. Rameir says the nether is taka effective until the items are given to his son. And the Rabbanans say it's ineffective because the person who, is, uh, who, who, uh, who wants that his son should get this can say, it's as if I've received the gift from you, and that way you can remove the nether. 
Mishnah continues, if a person was being pressured to marry a certain girl, and he therefore made a nether prohibiting this girl to benefit from him forever, or he was divorcing his wife, and he made a nether prohibiting her to benefit from him forever, these women may benefit from him, because he only meant to prohibit manners of tashmish, and not general benefit. The Mishnah concludes, if a person was being pressured to eat by his friend's house, and he therefore made a nether prohibiting himself to enter that friend's house, or he made a nether prohibiting his drinking even a drop of cold water from this friend, he's still allowed to enter his friend's house, and he still can drink this friend's cold water, because he truly only meant to prohibit eating and drinking a meal at his friend's house, and he went overboard with his statement to make sure that it doesn't even come close to his eating a meal. That ends the Perek, Hadnalach, Perek, Koinem, Yayin.